Welcome to the Culture Builders podcast channel, looking at how individual and team performance builds strong cultures. Hosted by Jane Sparrow and Chris Preston. You are listening to a burst episode. Hello. It's Jane Sparrow and Chris Preston here from The Culture Builders. And right at this very moment, it's the start of September. The evenings are starting to draw in. And finally, children have gone back to school en masse. And it feels to us like a really good point to both gather up, rethink, re-energise yourself and prepare yourself for the next phase of what's coming ahead really so that we avoid sleepwalking into the next phase of both lockdown, COVID and hopefully the re-emergence. Whilst during the summer holiday, I managed to take some time off and I was carefully buying a cup of coffee in a shop and over the coffee machine there was a simple slogan and it said, you've got this, coffee. And I just thought, what a great piece of thinking to start off the autumn really we've got this now we've been through hopefully the toughest part of the covid pandemic we've all learned new skills we've learned new capacity and what we wanted to do was give you some thinking share some ideas and some approaches that we've been working with some of our leadership clients with to get them really making sure that they grab hold of september and october and don't let it slide away and grab the opportunity so jane and i have got three short pieces of advice that we'd like to share with you. So Jane, do you want to kick off? Let me kick off, Chris, with culture, because what the the big topic has been for us over the last couple of weeks and continue to be in September and October is culture. So working with groups, working with leaders, working with talent groups to to define and pause and ask, what is the culture we want to evolve towards? What is it today? What do we want it to be in the future? And using this golden opportunity to define that. It's done through reflection. It's done through conversation. We've also been codifying lots of cultures out there. So some of you listening may well have already been working with us on this. So really codifying what is your culture and how does it exist and show up today? What's the experience that people, customers, colleagues have within your culture? And then considering the future, considering the vision still about where you want to take the organization and asking what is the ideal culture that we want to evolve and and create to get there. So huge area, but but great to think about now and use the opportunity really to, to consider what is it we want to help people believe? How do we want to see people behave? And then how do we make sure we've got the processes, the tools, the systems in place to really make sure that that happens? So those three pillars that you might have heard us talk about before, what we believe, how we behave and what we use. And what's really interesting is we've been asked to help a number of teams start to think about the use of their physical space moving forward, where people have said in their organisations, we don't really want to come back full time into the office in the same way we did before. This is a new future we're looking at. And so we've been asked to help think about what does the the office of the future look like and the way of working in the future look like. And, And what we've very often said is, hold on a second, let's not just talk about the space and what you want the space to do and look like and feel like, 
but really start with a conversation about what is the culture that you want to evolve towards and then how does the space enable that? How does the environment really lend itself to creating that, that opportunity? So big area, culture, belief, behavior, it's what we use. It's also about keeping very focused on vision and making sure that enough is talked about right now in terms of that longer term vision. It's been really easy to hunker down and focus on survival over the past few months. But people really need to feel that vision of the future and and to see that even if the, the way to get there has changed, the vision itself is still exciting, it's still ambitious and something that people want to get up in the morning and actually work towards. And I guess the final thing I would say is that, that the businesses we're working with, the organizations we're working with right now are really seeing this as an opportunity, an opportunity to stop and to rewrite the way that we do things. So whether that's rewriting and reimagining the way we onboard people, the way that we embrace remote working in our recruitment processes to to allow for more diversity. There's so much opportunity right now to start with a blank sheet of paper and say, in a world where we can treat people more like adults, because we've proved that people can work differently, what do we want all of the aspects of our colleague experience and our customer experience to look like that that really make up this big area of of culture? Okay, second point and this has to come with a big dollop of common sense but the advice is to start thinking about how you change gear the pandemic in many countries has moved from being critical to being chronic and we should no longer be having the high alert status in many of our daily lives that we've had over the last few months we still need to be very careful We still need to put psychological and physical safety in front of everything else, but we can step down slightly. And this is partly good advice because we need a different drumbeat now, where we're going, but also we need to make sure that we don't all burn out. And we've heard that phrase a lot with leaders throughout the summer, where they have been constantly trying to fix the problems to keep the organisation held up by a lock of hair out of the waves. And it's, it's taken a strain. The organisation that you are in, that you are leading, that you are part of, has grown new muscle in the last few months. So just let that sink in and start talking about that with people. What have they learned? What have they taught themselves? How are they responding differently? And we've all seen it recently. Even as simple as Zoom calls are now slick and easy to do. People are jumping on, people are jumping off. We're comfortable with a new way of working. We've got that flex around how we communicate. So... Let's start thinking about how do we slightly wind down the pressure so we don't take the foot off the gas, but we give ourselves space to do the stuff that we need to do. We, we can put our head back above the parapet. We can engage with other people. And also we can start making sure that we really are building in the social and the connection without the need for the panic around everything else. So whilst we can't always get together physically, there are other means and people are getting very smart around this and there's lots of ideas and lots of examples out there where teams are having a lot of fun but also making a lot of connection through virtual and there are also examples of where people are doing that on a hybrid model i was watching a press conference recently and there were three people sat on the podium obviously distance and the fourth person was in presence through an lcd screen and they'd carefully lined up the shot so he was sat perfectly with them. There's lots of clever ideas. We've all got these things that we can try, that we can do. So let's just stop 
panicking quite so much and start thinking about longer term, how do we make this work and make it work sustainably? Because we don't know what's going to happen yet. There may be an all clear sounded by the end of the year, a vaccine may arrive or something, but if not, it doesn't actually matter, does it? Because we're on a direction of travel and thinking about it, if we can start controlling that direction of travel rather than being driven by it, we will get better, more lasting results. I think what that shows us as well, Chris, doesn't it, is that we need to learn at this point too. What's been working in this way of working that has been new for so many people? And how do we make sure that we take forward what's been working into the future and use this as an opportunity? Because it would be tragic for me if we look back and say, we had the opportunity to change our culture, to change the way that we work, to change the impact we all have personally and as teams, we just didn't take it when we had the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's been a lot of learning. There's also been a lot of surprise. And you see this a lot where people have, have said to me, I didn't know I could do this. I didn't think it would be successful. I never knew I could do this. You know, I've, I've been part of uh, webcasts and Zoom meetings for local parish meetings where we've had 90-year-olds on Zoom calls giving input and handling the technology like a pro. You know, they've learned very quickly. They've had to, to stay connected. So that surprise is a positive thing. If you find yourself doing something you, you don't think you could, give yourself a pat on the back because you have advanced and you've made life a lot easier for yourself and others. Linked to that, it's also going to be critical that we continue to manage expectations of our people because we're working with a lot of businesses at the moment that, that say that even though their people are saying... They don't necessarily want a future where they're in an office space together every day of the week. There is going to be a time when we do want people together in bigger numbers, coming together to collaborate, to create, to get that energy and that social connection in some way. And so managing expectations as a result, a lot of the surveys that are going on right now where people are saying we'd like to, to be more remote and we'd like that to be longer term it is important. Making sure that we say the direction of travel right now, perhaps, is to continue a hybrid or a remote way of working. But that actually long term, we do see a future where we will want people to come together on a regular basis in some form to connect, to collaborate, to create and to get that all important energy that we really do only get when we're able to feel that sense of being in a physical space together. I'm reminded of a conversation I had recently, a virtual conversation I hasten to have, sadly, with a um, colleague who is a renowned expert on the ways of working and the future of work. There's done a lot of research and a lot of looking into how we're developing in society and how we approach it. And I asked him the blunt question, what is the future of work? And he smiled and he said, honestly, Chris, we don't know. And if the experts don't know, then either we sit panicking, waiting for them to decide, or we just get on with it. And I think the latter approach is better, that um, we just we can't sit there waiting for someone to tell us the, the blueprint for what's going to happen next. Because first of all, no one knows. But secondly, it won't be a one-size-fits-all. Each organisation needs its own approach and its own fit. So I think some good advice there, James. 
Thanks. And I absolutely agree with you there in that every conversation we're facilitating with leaders and teams is very different because the environment is different for them. The country they work in might be different. The area of the country is different. And their makeup of people and customers is different. And so therefore, the need to have the conversation to be intentional to plan for the next phase is critical. However, there won't be a one size fits all approach. So bear in mind, right now, your culture is at its most flexible and fluid. So if there was ever an opportunity to make some positive change, it's right now because people are warm and ready for it. Don't break yourself doing it. Think about your pace. Think about this is a long-term challenge and a long-term opportunity. And make sure you take people with you. Don't promise the earth, but equally don't promise nothing. Give people the hope and the direction and the future. And recognise that, like the rest of us, you're making it up as you go along, and that's okay. Jane, thank you for the time. We'll speak again soon. Thanks, Chris. Thank you for listening. Continue the journey at www.theculturebuilders.com.